Dr. Kristen Oja here, entrepreneur and functional medicine expert. Welcome to Little By Podcast, where our goal is to empower you to achieve optimal health, one step and one episode at a time. Taking a functional medicine approach will cover a variety of health and wellness topics, from how to optimize performance to how to balance your hormones and everything in between. This podcast is for educational purposes only, so please be sure to consult your healthcare provider before incorporating any changes into your daily routine. Now grab your headphones and let's go for a walk as we take steps towards becoming your best self. My partner and I are starting to think about conceiving. What should I do to prepare? First of all, I am so happy that you are asking this question. Uh, because I think it's really important to be proactive before trying to conceive. Uh, I feel like I hear my patients say all the time that they feel like they spend their whole life preventing pregnancy. And then when they're ready to try to conceive, they forgot all the things that needed to be uh, in order. And so I wanted to share some statistics according to the CDC. One in five couples between the ages of 15 to 49 were unable to get pregnant after a year of trying. And so it is counted as infertility when it's been more than a year of trying to conceive. And so one in five couples, that's quite a bit in the United States. And one in four of those couples had difficulty carrying the pregnancy to term. So preparing and making sure our body is as balanced as possible can be helpful in pregnancy outcomes and ability to conceive. Before we get into a couple of things we can do, I also wanted to talk about the fact that it takes two to tango. Uh, A lot of my patients come in and it's usually the female that starts and wants to figure out why they're having issues conceiving. And it's not always the female's uh, fault in the infertility journey. So uh, according to statistics, infertility or fertility, it really affects men and women equally. They believe that about 35% is due to male factors. 35% is due to female factors. 20% is a combination of both factors, male and females, and the last 10% is really unexplained causes. And testing sperm and understanding the quality, motility of sperm is a very inexpensive and cheap, easy test to do. So if you are listening and maybe you're not preparing to conceive and you've been trying and struggling to get pregnant and you haven't looked at uh, the quality of sperm, it's an easy, quick thing to do. Uh, But as you're thinking about preparing, what are some things that we can do? So number one, both males and females, I really believe should take a good prenatal or multivitamin. Uh, A lot of times we hear about females taking prenatals, but it's important for men to get their nutrients up for the quality of the sperm as well. Uh, Due to everything we just talked about, it takes two to tango. And we suggest taking a prenatal with methylfolate, which is the active form of folic acid, because we don't know everybody's MTHFR status. And MTHFR is a mutation in the body uh, that can prevent the folic acid to methylfolate conversion, which is what is available for our body to use. So if you have MTHFR uh, abnormalities, you may take all this folic acid and not convert it into the methylfolate or methyl tetrahydrofolate that you need for the benefits as it relates to fertility. And I'll share uh, just one study at the end about that as it relates to men. So definitely make sure everybody is taking a really good prenatal. Uh, I do not get uh, any funds from these companies, but I do really like needed prenatal. And I also like ritual. Those are some really 
uh, good quality ones online. Uh, Parallel is another one I really like that kind of divides up first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, and preconception. So Parallel, Needed, Ritual, those are all really good brands that have methylfolate. Some of them have omega-3, some of them don't. So kind of looking at that and working with a functional medicine provider for your unique needs is very important, but those are some good kind of general ones. Uh, Number two, it's really important to get a full thyroid panel. Thyroid is one of the most important hormones as it relates to fertility. So I suggest that everybody before trying to conceive make sure they get a full thyroid panel. Uh, And when I say full, at the very, very least, you need a TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone, a T4 free and a T3 free. Uh, Depending on my patient's needs and history, I may also get thyroid antibodies, a T4 total, a T3 total and a reverse T3. And, you know, this is one of the times when when a female is struggling with infertility, This is one of the times conventional medicine and functional medicine really believe in the importance of keeping the TSH on the lower side of the range rather than allowing it to be high normal. So the range for TSH, depending on what lab you look at, is between 0.45 and 4.5. And I see patients come in all the time with infertility and their TSH is 3.5. That is very much within the range, but it's on the higher side of normal. And there is a lot of research that really keeping that TSH under 2.5 is very important for fertility outcomes. And at Stat Wellness, we really like it even between one and two. Uh, So making sure that you're looking back at labs you've had drawn, making sure they're optimal or working with somebody that uh, knows how to interpret labs as it relates to fertility is very important. But I think it is great to get a full thyroid panel before you start trying to conceive to one, make it easier to get pregnant, but really to improve your pregnancy outcomes, preventing miscarriages, uh, preterm labor, things like that. Number three is very important. Uh, get familiar with your cycle. I talk with women a lot and they're like, I don't know what counts as day one of my cycle. When am I ovulating? What are things to look at? And this is a whole conversation, uh, but I really believe in having a uh, cycle tracker. There are so many out there. The ones that I always used and like is called Clue. Um, I like that you can easily track symptoms. If you feel bloated, if your weight is up, if you're feeling really irritable, if you're having a great libido, at a click of a button, you can track your symptoms. And then I can look at it with my patients and see, okay, the length of every menstrual cycle and when they were having symptoms. And then we can make correlations. Okay, you are having uh, high stress and anxiety in your luteal phase, which is the second half of your cycle, every single month. Let's check your levels. Let's make sure we're looking at your progesterone in that luteal phase and see how we can balance those to help with the symptoms rather than just saying, okay, you have anxiety. Let's start an antidepressant. Um, So really important to get familiar with your cycle, especially as it relates to trying to conceive. We want to see how long is your cycle? Is it consistently a 28-day cycle? Is some months a 30-day cycle? Some months a 32-day cycle? Some months a 26-day cycle? That variation is going to really impact your ability to conceive because ovulation will change. So we want to know the length of your cycle. We want to know temperature changes, cervical mucus changes. Uh, And typically you ovulate about 14 days before your cycle starts. So for example, I have a lot of women that have 
30 day cycles, very consistently 30 day cycles, which I do consider to be normal. Um, but instead of being a 28 day cycle, they're probably ovulating closer to day 16 versus a 28 day cycle is closer to 14. And if you miss that ovulation window by even 24 hours, uh, you miss your chance of conceiving. So understanding when ovulation is happening and knowing that you're going to have the highest chances of conceiving within 24, 48 hours before ovulating. So really trying uh, to time your intercourse then is going to make, uh, your ability to get pregnant much more easy. So make sure you know your cycle, use a cycle tracker, understand how you feel during different parts of your cycle, start to get familiar with mucus changes, temperature changes, length of your cycle to help with ovulation and when to time intercourse when you're ready. Number four, start uh, kind of cleaning up your lifestyle. This does not need to be anything drastic. I have a lot of women reach out and they're like, should I, you know, stop drinking coffee and alcohol and everything completely during the time I'm trying to get pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant? That is a personal decision. Obviously drinking no alcohol is better than drinking alcohol because alcohol is a toxin and it does go through the liver. So your liver is going to process alcohol first before other toxins in your body. Um, but the journey of fertility can be very stressful for a lot of the patients I work with. And so alcohol in moderation, you know, having that glass of wine, I recommend good quality wine, like dry farms, um, or, you know, maybe having a low sugar cocktail is a way for some people to have some of that normalcy in their life and to have the calming effect of that central nervous system depressant. So I am by no means saying, Hey, drink alcohol, while you're trying to get pregnant. But I'm also saying, you know, you may not have to be super, super strict. Let's say it takes six months, a year to get pregnant. The stress of doing everything right 24 seven can really negatively impact fertility. So I do recommend start cleaning up your lifestyle, start reducing alcohol consumption. You know, for women, it's really one drink is considered uh, moderation. And for men, it's two drinks an evening. Um, so start looking at cleaning up the form of alcohol you're consuming and reducing the alcohol you're consuming. So your body's able to process other toxins rather than just spending time processing alcohol, uh, eat a wide variety of whole foods, even though you're taking a prenatal great time to get lots of color in your fruits and your veggies, increase healthy fats, start incorporating the whole egg. The egg yolk has a lot of choline and nutrients that are really great for fertility. Maybe start adding in some good quality liver if you like liver. Uh, so it's a good chance to just being aware of what are we putting in and on our body? Can we change our lotions, our cleaning products? Uh, maybe it's not a great time to start painting your house and breathing in those fumes. So start cleaning up your lifestyle, but also don't be extreme here because fertility can take a while and I don't want unnecessary stress on the body. So number one, prenatal, number two, checking your thyroid, number three, getting familiar with your cycle, number four, starting to clean up your lifestyle. We can get into all of these so much more, but those are really important. And so as always with this season, I wanted to touch on some different research articles. And so I will link all of these in the show notes. Um, but the first study I just wanted to point out is a higher TSH level within the normal range was associated with unexplained infertility. And so this article really talks about unexplained infertility of being after 12 months of timed unprotected intercourse and having no diagnosis for uh, why they have not conceived. This article really believes 10 to 30% in their research 
uh, of couples have infertility, so more than one year. So they looked at a cross-sectional study of women, and they looked at women with normal TSH levels and wanted to see if they could figure out any cause um, or correlation for TSH and infertility. And so they really found a significant difference. Nearly twice as many women with unexplained infertility had a TSH greater than 2.5 compared to the control group. So that is pretty significant, greater than 2.5. Nearly twice as many women had unexplained infertility. So again, you know, just really important that we're looking at TSH and not accepting it to be just normal. And then another article as it relates to thyroid and pregnancy outcomes, there was an association between thyroid antibodies and miscarriages or preterm birth. And this was a meta-analysis. So this article looked at over 30 research studies involving more than 12,000 women, and they looked at thyroid antibodies and miscarriages. And they found a strong correlation between thyroid antibodies, miscarriages, preterm labor. And the positive news is they found treatment of levothyroxine could decrease the risk. So in my patients, when I know they have Hashimoto's, depending on their thyroid levels, I do think there's a benefit in taking low-dose levothyroxine, even if your thyroid looks good, just to reduce your risk of miscarriage or preterm labor. So, you know, their meta-analysis showed a significant 52% relative risk reduction in miscarriages with levothyroxine. So managing your thyroid, knowing when you have antibodies can really impact pregnancy outcomes. The next article I wanted to point out was about what we talked about with the MTHFR. So that B9 uh, and folic acid versus methylfolate. And this one is actually regarding men's health. So this one looked at sperm, the quality of sperm, and 30 couples with fertility problems that lasted for more than uh, four years, which is you know really kind of crazy. That's a long time. And they kind of followed up with these couples and they found that uh, methylfolate was beneficial in helping with the sperm quality as it related to uh, fertility. So I will link this article, but methylfolate or methyl tetrahydrofolate was more beneficial when it related to male sperm quality than taking a folic acid. Uh, this specifically was looking at people with MTHFR abnormalities, but we don't know everybody that has MTHFR abnormalities unless we're all getting tested. Uh, the good news is LabCorp does do this. It's a very easy test to run MTHFR through LabCorp. So if you are interested in knowing your MTHFR, give us a call. You can come into LabCorp. We can get you, or into Stat Wellness, and we can get you taken care of. Uh, but again, you know it can really improve male fertility as well, which is cool. And then the last article that I wanted to point out, because I've had a lot of uh, people, not a lot, but a few people reach out to me on Instagram when I've talked about women should take methylfolate in their prenatal versus folic acid that, you know, so-and-so recommended I didn't take it or that it doesn't make a difference. And so this is a comparative study that looked at women that took regular folic acid versus L-methylfolate in uh, women with MTHFR and recurrent pregnancy losses. And they really did find a significant reduction when women used methylfolate during the first trimester of uh, their pregnancy. They had improvements in pregnancy outcomes, so they had less uh, miscarriages, and they also had decreases of pregnancy comorbidities, such as preterm labor and preeclampsia. So to me, what is the negative in taking a methylfolate, that good active form versus folic acid? 
I have not found any studies that support negative with folic acid versus methylfolate. So I suggest everybody takes methylfolate, the active form of B9. It may help to decrease uh, miscarriages, preterm labor, and preeclampsia. So those are our research studies for today. And uh, I am so excited that this uh, person is thinking about preparing and making sure things are kind of optimal before starting to conceive. So this was a great question and um, the quick and dirty on a few things you can do. And just remember, we are always here for you at Stat Wellness. We do free 15-minute consults. We work with men and women on their fertility journey. And we do a lot of things outside of this podcast. Um, Our new patient alone is 60 minutes. This podcast is 15. So um, come and book an appointment. We'd love to see you. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, remember, little by little, a little becomes a lot. Even the smallest changes over time can lead to total mind and body transformation. I'd love for you to stay connected with at Dr. Kristen Oja and at Stat Wellness on Instagram. And if you have any questions, be sure to reach out. I'd love to hear from you.